All right, guys, we got a good show for you today. Today with Kevin Milne, uh, he's part of the New York Yankees organization. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I'm interested to like hear your stories. How did you get into baseball yourself? Yeah, I've always uh, played baseball since I was young. You know, uh, grew up playing baseball, soccer, basketball, football. Uh, played all four growing up. Baseball, I always really gravitated towards, and pretty much stuck with it through. Uh, you know, my whole life, my, you know, all the way up through uh, high school. Yeah. So when you got to high school, like what was your high school baseball experience like for you? Yeah. So I got to high school, um, made the varsity team as a freshman. Uh, I was a young player on the varsity team, had the option or considered going to a private school in the area, uh, De La Salle. It was really, uh, it's really notable for its football team, but really good baseball program as well. Chose to stay home in my hometown, uh, Brentwood, California. Went to Heritage High School. Made the varsity team as a freshman. Pitched, hit a little bit on that team. And pretty much stayed with the same role for all four years I was there. Yeah, so, you know, that first, like, varsity tryout for me, that was, like, my most nerve-wracking experience for me because, like, I, like, I knew I was going to be able to make the team, but just, like, going out there and actually doing it was something that was a struggle for me. You know, when you had that tryout, you know, what was your mindset going in? How did you deal with, like, I guess the pressure in that moment? Yeah, so it was a lot. I uh, played some fall ball with the varsity team, so I was, I was getting a little acclimated to it. Um, January comes around. We have our tryouts, and I was – trying out on the big field, not on the freshman field. And uh, yeah, it was a little nerve wracking. These guys are a lot older. Um, a lot of them play with each other for the years prior and coming in as a freshman, um, it, it can feel like you're kind of shaking things up a little bit. So I definitely felt a little out of place to start. Um, but as you know, the game starts going on, the trials start going on, you get a little more comfortable. And at yeah. the end, you know, you, you feel like you're in a good spot. Yeah. So something I always talk about a lot is like, I feel, I always say this, like, for high schoolers, a lot, uh, a lot of people commit a lot earlier in baseball than they do in other sports. Uh, do you do you notice that? And like, why is that the case? I'm not really sure. It's uh, it's pretty unique how baseball does do that. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the scouting process and the college recruiting process is pretty growing for baseball. You know, they want you to play in these tournaments and the you know, leave the state and to pay all this money to go play for these travel teams. And I think it's a lot on the, you know, like parents of kids. And it, I mean, when I was going through it, it was a lot on me. Like you really just want to play with your friends and have a good time, but you know, you're expected to go to these tournaments and these showcases to try to get seen. So I think that plays a lot into the early recruitment. Um, people really just want to commit as soon as possible to get it over with. It seems like. Yeah, it was crazy. I was with a few of my buddies who play college and they were telling me that like they knew guys that committed in seventh and eighth grade. Like now it's like it's getting younger and younger. It feels like every year. Um, so you end up committing and playing at St. Mary's uh, for baseball. What was your experience like there? And can you kind of talk a little about the recruiting process first about that? Yeah, so uh, I was early recruit, just like everybody, you know, these yeah. days. Uh, I was a sophomore in high school. Had a good game pitching, um, hit as well that game, hit really well. So I think I had like, I mean, like seven innings, had like 12 strikeouts, a couple hits. Um, and my high school coach says, hey, so-and-so, or not so-and-so, Matt Fontino yeah. with uh, St. Mary's wants you to give him a call after the game. Um, so I give him a call and he says, all right, like, why don't you come on over to the, uh, campus? It was only 45 minutes away from my house. 
uh, we'll do an unofficial visit. You can come and just check out the baseball field and see, you know, a practice. So I, I go there, um, you know, talk with the head coach and uh, Eric Valenzuela, he gives me his number. And, uh, you know, on the campus, he says, you know, he offers me the scholarship and he says, you know, take your time, think it over. Uh, you know, he, I want guys that want to be here. So I don't want you to feel like this is rest, rush decision and give me a call when you, you know, when you feel like you're ready to make a decision. And, uh, you know, within a week, you know, I really I felt like it was the right decision. Um, they were going to give me opportunity to play right away. It was 45 minutes away from my hometown. And, yeah, I mean, sophomore year, I was kind of ready to get it wrapped up with. I was pretty tired of doing all the showcases and all the yeah. tournaments and, hey, come do this camp at our school. And, yeah, so I was just ready to get it going. Yeah, I know it can be a lot. I know guys every weekend, like, for in high school, they were booked, like, doing stuff um yeah did being close to home was that a big factor for you yes and no um I, i'm pretty used to playing you know everywhere um all around the country i think it's kind of the nature of baseball and mm -hmm. sports you know now so it, it did play a little bit of a role but i think i was still would have done fine you know uh, going elsewhere I, I really just like coach valenzuela and yeah. coach fontino and the program that they were uh putting together at St. Mary's and it was, it was like kind of like a, a rebirth of the program that came in, changed some things up and it just seemed like a good fit for me. Yeah. So you, one thing that really like intrigued me about you, so you hit and pitched in college. Uh, so did you want to do that in the pros and like, what was it like having that opportunity to do both in college? It was really cool. Um, I think they tell, you know, you get recruited early. Every coach will tell you, you know, you're going to have the opportunity to do what you want to do here. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, I was hit and pitch. And I had to really, you know, keep doing both well when I got to college in order for me to keep doing that. And I think it was really awesome. It was like a unique experience. Um, I hit in every single game at St. Mary's except for one. Um, and the game I didn't hit in, I started on the mound and pitched. Yeah. So I, I, during my three-year career there, I was I played every game. And that's something that, you know, I really don't take for granted. That's awesome, you know, being able to be a part of every game. And, yeah, it's a unique situation. Um, I, I did have an opportunity to, you know, choose either one through the draft in a way. You know, yeah. uh, I, could, I could tell teams, hey, I want to hit or I want to pitch. Um, ultimately – I wasn't so sure what I really wanted to do. I felt like I could do both at the professional level. So, you know, I was telling teams, Hey, I'll, I'll do either. Whatever you, whatever you guys see me as. Yeah. So I feel like uh, batting and pitching was like, it's a mental grind. You know, how important was the mental side of things for it, for that in baseball um, for you? Yeah. I mean, baseball is, uh, I would argue it's 90% mental. It's, it's a mental game. Um, you know, there's the, you know, the cliche of hitting, you know, you fail seven out of 10 times and you're in the hall of fame, you know, I mean, that that's true. It's yeah. a game of failure, you know, it's a game of ups and downs and, you know, it is a mental grind. And I think it's really all mental. Um, everybody, you know, you get into, a, you, you take your swing, you throw a pitch, everybody's going to look, you know, they're going to have good mechanics. They're going to be able to throw. Um, but it's what you do in the moment that is most important in baseball. And that's sometimes the hardest thing to really like get a grasp on. Yeah, I know this is probably a hard answer, and you probably get asked about it a lot. But like, what was your favorite experience or like favorite moment in college baseball for you? I'm trying to. Um, yeah, so my freshman year, uh, we were playing Santa Clara, and it was a one-one game in the ninth inning, and 
I let off the bottom of the ninth inning and I had a first pitch walk off home run. Yeah. And uh, I think that's something that I'll always remember. Um, I've had, you know, other good games in the past, mm. but that's one of those moments that's like forever grained into my head that, that that was probably one of the coolest moments of my life. No, yeah. I think as a, like a young kid, every kid dreams of hitting a walk off. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I know everyone's like draft process is, was, is different, you know, what was, you kind of alluded to it, but like, what was your draft process like for you? Yeah. So I went through the draft process a bit in high school. Um, I, I was a good high school player, same thing, hitting and pitching. Um, I think in high school, it was a little more on the pitching side. Uh, it didn't work out in high school. Um, you know, I wasn't really frustrated with that. It was, it was more of a, you know, if the opportunities there, I'll take it. Um, getting to college, you know, I really wanted to have the opportunity to get drafted my junior year and um, start my professional career. So everything was really working towards that. Um, and yeah, it, it, nothing about it was really stuck out. It was pretty uh, typical, you know, getting to junior year, getting to the fall, teams are sending you questionnaires, um, you fill out the questionnaires, and then you get into season and you kind of try to push it out to the side, um, not really think about it, focus more on the season. And then you get to the end of the season and then you start getting the phone calls from teams. Hey, you know, we're, we're thinking we might see you here. What do you think about that? And luckily I have, I had a good agent um, or I have a good agent in college and currently, and they handled a lot of the face to face with the team. So I, I didn't have to really talk too much. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty, pretty standard. Yeah, I want to talk about draft day in a minute, but one thing I forgot to, to mention. So you played uh, summer collegiate ball in Bethesda. I know you also played a couple games in the Cape Cod yeah. League. Can you talk about what that experience was like? And do you think that helped the draft stock at all? Or can you talk about that? Yeah, so I think summer ball, summer ball is awesome. You know, yeah. I, I loved playing summer ball. You get to go see different parts of the country. Um, you know, I grew up on the West Coast, grew up in California. I got to go to Maryland, playing in Bethesda, Maryland. And it's a cool area. You know, I really enjoyed my summer there. And it's a great, um, it's a great team, great league. And most of the time you, when you go to summer ball, you play in these leagues where, you know, you get sent to maybe, you know, a smaller town, you know, away from the city. And yeah. the town really gathers around the summer ball team. And I mean, we sold out every night, at, you know, Bethesda and it was cool. We, I mean, yeah. smaller stadium, we play in front of like maybe 1500 people, but I mean, it was loud. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I had the opportunity to play in the Cape Cod. Uh, unfortunately, that was cut short. Um, and yeah, that was amazing. I mean, that's like a once in a lifetime opportunity mm -hmm. to play in the Cape Cod. Uh, it's a storied summer ball um, league. And yeah, I mean, it was amazing. I loved it. Yeah, that's something I definitely I'm looking at for next year to announce and do some broadcasting there. So it's a dream yeah. of mine to always go to the Cape Cod League. Um, so I want to transition back. So talk about draft day what was it like to get drafted and, you know, what were the nerves and everything involved with that? Yeah. Uh, the draft process, it's pretty hectic. Um, yeah. you know, it's, I went through the 40 round draft. Now it's a 20 round draft. So it's a lot shorter. Um, and the way that would work was the first and second round were day one and then rounds three through 10 were day two. And then rounds 11 through 40 were day three. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I had a, I didn't have too great of a junior year. Um, so I was really expecting to go day three, uh, in the teens, um, you know, with the hope of maybe, maybe I'll get a chance to get in the top 10. 
Um, so day one goes around, you know, I'm not really worried about yeah. it. Just watching, see, seeing some friends, seeing some guys get their opportunity, which is awesome. Day two rolls around, you start, you know, checking your phone, you're looking at the draft feed, you're keeping your, uh, you know, phone on loud and near you. Um, and then it didn't work out then. So day three, you know, I'm going to bed. I'm like, okay, this could be my day. My agent calls me. He's like, Hey, you know, just get up early make sure you have some coffee that you're awake early yeah. in the morning. It's going to start early, be ready to go answer the phone. Um, and that rolls around to day three. And then even day three, I was drafted in the 14th round. So there was three rounds ahead of me. I mean, and that was like, yeah. that was agony waiting for that moment. And uh, funny part is I, I'm refreshing the Twitter feed of the MLB draft tracker and I see my name pop up to the Yankees. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. I mean, nobody's, nobody's even told me, nobody's called me, nobody's told me anything. And then it just keeps going. I mean, it's one after another draft. So five other people get drafted by the time that um, I finally get the phone call from the area scout. And yeah, he said, you know, we just drafted you and we want you, we want you to pitch for us. You know, we like what we see and yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. So I make sure I'm right on this. So you played a rookie ball in 2019, then you had spring yes. training, then you had to go home for COVID, right? Yep. Okay. So what was going on in that moment for you? Yeah, that was, that was a crazy moment. Um, I was showing up from a first spring training, uh, didn't have a car, was staying in the hotel with a couple of other buddies um, who are still in the system. And we get our spring training canceled, I think week two. And we actually had a couple COVID cases in the locker room. So we had to quarantine in the hotel for, I think, two, two weeks. Yeah. So we were quarantined in the hotel for two weeks after having spring training canceled. Um, out in, we were staying out in Tampa, Florida. And yeah, that was crazy. I mean, we were just hanging out in the hotel room for two weeks. You're kind of, kind of losing our minds a yeah. little bit, but yeah, it was crazy. You know? So, so then you guys got sent home, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 So, so we how, were, how'd you stay ready in that moment when that, like with all this going on? Cause like that, you had a, t a lot of time off baseball. Like, how do you stay ready? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was weird. Um, you know, they said, okay, it could only be a month or two and we could be back in the complex and that we should stay ready. So me and my other two friends, uh, Edgar Barclay and Zach Green, we all pretty much just got together and just kept throwing and we we're throwing bullpens to each other and, you know, pretty much just training together to try to stay ready. And it just keeps getting drawn out and keeps getting drawn out. And then before you know, it's uh, September and we've been throwing bullpens for five months. And we're like, yeah. whoa, like, okay. Like, so we, we pretty much just played catch for five straight months yeah. trying to get, stay ready for the season. Um, and then we finally get the word, okay, it's just going to no, no fall in stress, no fall league, nothing. We're just going to come back ready for spring training 2021. And um, even that was up in the air, you know, is it going to be March? Is it going to be February? And um, I think maybe around December, they told us April, 2021, that's when we're going to be back. So for all that time, we're trying to piece together like, Hey, uh, this guy, I know he's a hitter. He wants to hit off some pitching. So let's go throw to him at this random field in the middle of Tampa, Florida. It's, so it, it was pretty, it's pretty funny. It was, it was cool. A uh, unique time. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, you've had some crazy spring trains. I mean, you had the walkout this year. You had the year before yeah. that. You didn't know, like, when you were coming out, and then it got, you know, cut. So, of the, you know, the time you've had in spring training, what's that experience like? And then during spring training, are, are there any, like, big league players you've talked to for advice or, you know, tried to pick their brain a little bit? Um, yeah, so spring training is awesome. You know, it's we all 
kind of get together before we break camp and you get to see all your buddies that, uh, you know, went off for the off season. And you also get to see, you know, how much better people get during the off season. Um, you know, everybody wants to take that big step forward coming into spring training. So it's cool. It's, it's a fun time and it's a competitive time. Um, and it, but it's awesome. I can't say we really don't really have too many big leaguers, um, on our side. We keep it pretty separate. We have two separate, uh, complexes yeah. with the Yankees. So, um, the one minor league complex is over on one street and then you go a couple streets over and George Steinbrenner, the big deal is there. Yeah. Um, this last spring training, I got to back up some of the big league games. Um, I got to throw in one of the big league games, which was cool. Um, it was only for one out yeah. and it was only for one pitch cause I got the out in one pitch, but, uh, still yeah. is there, but yeah, I haven't really had too many experiences like talking with any of the big leaguers. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a unique experience getting to back up those big league games. Cause you're sitting in the bullpen with them. Um, you kind of just watch what they're doing and you watch the routines. Yeah. So what's like that transition, like pro ball been like for you? It's been awesome. You know, this is what I've always wanted to do. Um, I've always, you know, thought of myself as a professional. I've always tried to keep mm -hmm. that mindset. Like, you know, like, I definitely want I'm very meticulous about how, you know, I go about my things, even going back to high school and college. Um, so I've really liked the adjustment to pro ball. You know, it's, you get to put all your energy into this. Um, and, you know, like in college, you don't have to worry about classes and getting up early and, you know, you're tired all the time and you're yeah. 6am waits and then you got your 8ams and then you're there for four hours and then you're at practice and you're home. Oh, it's crazy. But this, this is a lot better. Yeah. So final, like three questions. So I know you're off today, but like, what's your like day by day, like in the sea in season? Yeah. So I guess I'll, uh, Saturday, for example, um, we report, I was up to pitch. I was available to pitch. I could pitch in the game as a reliever. So I was in the complex at 2 PM, um, get there, have some lunch kind of, get acclimated a little bit right around 3 30 i'll head into the weight room get all my like weight room like activation in whether that's like stretching rolling out doing some exercises and that'll take me up until about like i'd probably say 4 45 mm -hmm. 4 45 we go out on the field we do a little like dynamic stretch um i'll throw get my catch plan maybe get a pre-game bullpen if i feel like doing that and then from there you eat a quick meal throw on your jersey and then you're out in the bullpen for the game yeah. starting at 6 30 and then after that probably about 9 30 you eat some post-game dinner shower up get all your laundry turned in back home and then yeah. Re repeat yeah no that's uh, that's crazy um so like i know you don't have like a lot of off time but like in your off time what do you like to do yeah like any good pitcher i like to golf you know yeah. that's uh always something fun to do um i also have a dog i like to you know, take her to the park, yeah. go on walks. Um, you go to the beach a lot. I mean, the beach is awesome here. Yeah, I know. Uh, I wasn't here this year because of like in season, but in years past, and I play on next year, whenever the Marlins guys are down for spring training, we always get some of the minor league guys. We always go yep. out for a round of golf. It's, it's, oh, yeah. like, and they're all pitchers too, which is funny that you, you said that. Yeah. It's, it's the nature it's, of a pitcher. You love golf. Yeah. So the last question, we always finish off with it. So down the line, when your baseball career is over, how do you want to be remembered? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think I, the two things that, uh, you know, I care about would be, I will always want to be 
the best competitor on the field. You know, that's something that I have always tried to be, whether I'm on my best day or my worst day, that I, I'm going to go out there and compete. I'm going to give myself, I'm going to give the team, and I'm going to give everybody else a chance to succeed and to, you know, win a game. Um, and I, I've, I've tried to keep that throughout my whole career. And I guess the other thing I would like to be is, you know, a good teammate, something, somebody that, you know, maybe uh, if I don't make it, somebody else makes it. They could look back and be like, man, like I, I enjoyed playing with that guy. You know, he helped me out. And, you know, we're all trying to achieve the same goal here, you know, so helping each other out is a big, uh, big part of this whole thing. Yeah. Well, uh, Kevin, I, I really appreciate you coming on, man. It means a lot. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, man, of course.